Hello and welcome to the Early Convos Podcast where you and I talk as friends, as interlocutors, and most importantly as fellow human beings. This is the podcast for the curious, for the thoughtful, and the sentimental minds. Stay tuned! From the title of the episode, you may think that I am convincing you to stay in your hometowns. And that may be the case, and that may also not be the case. You may think that I am discouraging you from exploring the world, but from the outset of this episode, I would like to tell you that that is not my intention. But we actually have a difficulty from the outset because paano nga ba natin masasabi na ang isang particular na lugar or... Uh, bayan or that for some case is our hometown how do we say that a place is our hometown uh, is it the place where you were born but that would not be correct that would be our birthplace not all birthplaces become our hometowns i'll explain later using my case as an anecdote is it the place where you spend your childhood but what do we mean by childhood up to what age is childhood six years old Seven years old, where do we draw the line? But for me, being a subjective person, <laughs> how we define or how we determine kung ano yung hometown natin is a totally subjective exercise. But for me, I'm defining a hometown as that place where we develop a sense of consciousness that the movements we do in this world are of consequence, meaning yung mga ginagawa natin ay hindi lang nakaka-apekto sa ating mga sarili but it affects the world uh, where we move. Kumbaga, ito na yung napapansin natin that, yeah, I am a cosmopolitan, I am a citizen of this world, and yung mga ginagawa akong action nakaka-apekto na sa ibang mga tao. That's what a hometown means to me. It's where we develop that consciousness na, yeah, Uh, it's really, really hard to define. Kasi, as for my case, uh, I was born in Naga City. That's in Kamsur. Uh, but is that my hometown? I don't think so. When I was five years old, lumipat naman kami ng Bulan Sorsogon, and uh, we stayed there until I did, I'm sorry, until grade six. So I was there like six years. Is that my hometown? Maybe that's my hometown, Zash A. But what I consider my hometown now is Ligao City, formerly Ligao Albay. Uh, because this is where I have developed my consciousness. This is where I have spent most of my years. This is where I have spent yung most of the time that I was developing into a person. This is not to say that I have stayed here all of my life, nor am I convincing you to do that. Na magstay sa isang lugar for the rest of your lives. I'm not saying that we should not explore. Uh, later, we'll get into that. I'm just defining what a hometown means. But you have a hometown, right? It's this simple exercise na pag tinanong kita, ano yung hometown mo? Automatic, without you processing it, you will say a place. And usually, that's the place where, again, subjectively describing it, is the place where we develop a sense of consciousness that the movements we do in this world are... Yeah, affecting others too. Why why do we move? Why do we always seek in new places? And one thing that has to do with that is yung mga tinatawag natin na opportunities. 
Kasi minsan, ang problema natin is yung mga rural areas ay scarce sa mga opportunities. And it's cyclical because walang nakikitang mga opportunities yung mga tao from rural areas, from mga tinatawag natin na far-flung areas. Inisip nila, or natin, na yung mga opportunities ay not doon, nandoon sa mga metropolitan areas. Nandoon sila Metro Manila, nasa Metro Cebu, nandoon sa Metro Davao, nandoon sa mga lugar kung saan marami silang makikitang mga jobs. And it is true. Emigration has long been a problem for the development of rural areas or provinces. Kasi yung emigration with an E is basically just that. People living for better opportunities. And totoo nga naman, there is a discrepancy. Uh, there is an argument na how do we prevent immigration? Lagi natin nakikita yon as a talking point for campaign promises that, yeah, rural development, para magkaroon na ng mga trabaho doon sa mga probinsya, para wala na uh, pupunta dito ng mga Maynila para makipagsapalaran at mabibigo kaya dumadami ang mga urban poor, which is true. Uh, there is also an argument that we should uh, scrap the concept of a uh, minimum uh, wage na magkakaiba. May tinatawag tayong Manila rate, NCR rate, may tinatawag din tayong provincial rate. Sabi nila, uh, this inequality between the minimum wages for metro policies and sa provincial is the reason why nagiging stagnant ang growth sa provinces kasi Uh, kasi mas mababa yung kinet na kinikita ng mga tao and pag in-raise natin yon hindi na kailangang umalis yung mga tao from the rural areas papunta sa mga urban areas Th- there is some merit to that and that's not the point of this discussion hindi yung sakop nito I mean, this episode is not about me trying to be the Congress and the Senate of the Philippines discussing <laughs> issues of national consequence hindi naman yun yung tinitingnan natin. I'm looking at this on a personal level and on a more local level. But anyway, ano rin yung mga nakaka-apekto dito? Because of this uh, situations or because of these variables, makikita natin kung ano yung trend ng mga gusto o pangarap ng mga youth pagdating sa pagpilit nila ng kanilang mga professions. And um, the, there is one study that I have come across from OECD, Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, that still, yung mga pinipili or gusto, minimiti ng mga trabaho ng mga kabataan from the 2000 to 2018, halos relatively the same. Uh, most children, pag in-interview sila, They wanna be doctors, they wanna be engineers, they wanna be lawyers, they wanna be law enforcement officers, they want to be healthcare professionals, or they wanna be ICT professionals. From 2000 to 2018, sila pa rin yung mga nandoon sa mga top 10 na gustong job uh, or occupation pag, uh, pag, you know, hindi ko sabi yung paglaki. May mga bata kasi hindi lumalaki. <laughs> hindi ko sinasabi yung pagtanda. Makaka-offend naman ako noon. You know, when they become adults, yun na lang. And this may be also a reason why, and this is a valid reason why, uh, gusto ng mga bata or gusto ng mga taga-probinsya na umalis or ma-displace. Kasi uh, this is a valid reason for displacement. Kasi if you want better quality quote and unquote education to be employed or to be this kind of professionals you'll actually have to go to Metro Manila 
to Metro Cebu kung asan yung mga magagandang quote-unquote kung asan yung mga uh, more kung asan yung mga universities and colleges na mag-offer ng mga courses na to. Although there is some good na naglalagay na ng mga colleges and universities sa mga provinces, marami naman talaga dati pa. But you see, uh, pupunta pa rin sila doon for specialized training. And it's actually good na meron tayong mar- marami na tayong mga state universities and colleges na nag-offer ng law, engineering, and medicine. So, kumbaga, magbabawas na yung mga load ng tao na pupunta doon sa mga metropolises. But, again, it still happens. It still happens a lot. Kasi the view is, if you go to the metropolises, nandun yung progress. Nandun yung opportunity. It has been a problem kung bakit pupunta doon ang mga tao and nabibigo and dumadagdag sila doon sa statistics ng urban poor. Uh, this is not something unique to the Philippines. This has also been happening in advanced countries na may yung emigration papunta doon sa mga metropolises. And uh, in some weird cases, in some extreme cases, mga mamatay yung mga communities. I mean, in Japan, uh, if you if you have been lurking in the internet, as I do, you may have come across several articles na kung saan the government of Japan is actually offering people na tumira sa mga houses for free because <laughs> kailangan na nilang mag-build ang community. Yun yung mga tinatawag natin na super aging population. Yung mga super old populations. Kumbaga, Japan has come to that point in their national life na yung mga matatanda mas marami na kaysa sa mga bata. To the point na mas marami na silang pinuproduce na mga adult diapers over baby diapers. Imagine. And ito nangyayari din sa South Korea. Uh, sa mga ibang metropolises ng iba't ibang bansa. People are concentrating in the cities to the detriment ng mga communities sa peripheries, lalo na sa mga rural areas. Halos wala ng mga tao yung ibang rural areas sa ibang bansa. Dito sa atin, marami pa rin kasi sipag tayo mag-reproduce. <laughs> But anyway, uh, what are the economics what are the economic effects of that? Uh, on the surface, this is good kasi um, base dun sa ira, makikita mo na yung pag-alis ng ibang mga tao, dahil Pilipino tayo, yung pag-alis ng mga tao para maghanap ng trabaho sa ibang lugar, nakapagbibigay ng remittance yung mga umaalis pabalik doon sa mga communities. And this is good for the economy, don't get me wrong. But in the long term, this also is a cyclical pattern na bakit hanggang ganun na lang yung mga small communities or mga small towns. Bakit nagsistay sila as small towns? Kasi, I think, cyclical yon. Kasi, the brain drain is real. In the long term, kasi, nag-halt siya ng progress sa rural areas and sa peripheries ng mga syudad. Kasi, walang mga industries na natatayo. Walang mga bagong businesses. And we know that bulk of employment in the Philippines comes from small and medium enterprises. And kung yung mga tao na umaalis sana, nagtayo ng mga business opportunities dito, di sana hindi na natiling mga small towns yung mga small towns. Kumbaga, nagkaroon sana ng progress. And kung wala yung mga mag-venture ng mga tao into new businesses and enterprises sa mga small towns, walang long-term sustainable growth. And makikita natin that the wealth 
that the wealth in these communities will be concentrated with old money, meaning yung mga established ng families. Na yung wealth doon sa mga small communities, makakoncentrate na kung sino yung mayaman noon, sila pa rin yung mayaman. Kumbaga, walang, ayaw kong sabihin distribution of wealth. <laughs> Kumbaga, hindi across the board yung progress doon sa town sa mga small towns kasi concentrated lang siya doon sa mga old money na kasi kung ano yung mga thriving businesses doon the same the same people pamana-mana lang well this is good for them this is not good for the community in general kasi walang kumbaga exponential growth para doon sa tinatawag natin na economic uh, machinery ng mga small ano, mga small towns and in the long term this is not good But I think one one more devastating effect of this is yung political effect ng brain drain. Kung umaalis yung mga matatalino or yung mga more educated popula- uh, members of the population ng isang small town, wala tayong nire-raise up ng mga bagong leader. Kasi kung umaalis lahat, kung baga, umaalis at hindi bumabalik, sino na yung magiging leader natin? And this is one of the reasons why nagpiperpetuate sa atin yung mga political dynasties kasi walang kumakalaban walang nag-rise up ng mga bagong leaders na nag-iisip matalino, magaling at matino most importantly walang kumakalaban ngayon doon sa mga dinastiya na meron sa mga syudad like if you're listening to this you know that your town has been ruled by the same family like for virtually forever you ask your mothers kung sino yung mga nakaupong mayor at kagawa dyan they belong from the same families <laughs> na kung sino yung mga namumuno nung panahon pa ng mga magulang mo and worse baka panahon ng lola mo they are coming from the same families and, and this is this is devastating for us kasi uh, what happens with the political world affects the economic world and vice versa that's a cycle that's a vicious cycle so ano yun kasi lagi na lang ba na ganun ang mangyayari sa atin and what can we do with this And for this, I can say na yung nangyari sa atin sa mundo on how the world halted and what has been uh, the trend for the past uh, half a decade is actually presenting us with opportunities to break away from this cycle. Bakit? Kasi nakita natin na, wow, we can actually find employment from uh, international uh, companies and companies based in the motor policies sa mga big cities and yet stay where we are. This work from home is actually a good opportunity for us to keep our talent here in our communities. Dito sa mga small towns, provided that there is good internet and stable electricity, na kaya pala natin na itong mga employment na to, nandito pa rin sa atin. I mean, I live across a neighbor who works for an international company based in the United States while she is basically here. It's not even BPO. She actually works there. But she's actually here working and I can see her every day almost. But with all of this said, hindi ko naman sinasabi that we should not explore the world. By all means, let's explore the world. I mean, kailangan natin na mag-explore sa ating daigdig. And I think it's good that we travel. I think it's good that we gain meaningful experience from work from other places. Maganda yun. Maganda yung mga experiences na makukuha natin sa mga metropolitan cities. 
maganda yung mga experiences na makukuha natin from abroad. Maganda yung makukuha natin ng mga experiences to work in multinational companies, to be actually there, to experience cultures around the world. But my plea to you, my listener, is come back. After gaining all the meaningful experiences you can get from all over the world, after building your character, after building your careers, come back with what you have acquired with what you have become. Not as retirees, napabanjing-banjing na lang pag 60, kuha na lang ng pension, but somewhere in your middle age, maybe your 40s, maybe your late 30s, maybe as late as your 50s, pero yung kaya nyo pang mag-contribute sa community building, yung kaya nyo pang maging voice of the voiceless, yung kaya nyo pang magbigay ng constructive criticism sa, ma- criticism sa mga namumuno, yung kaya nyo pang mag-participate sa mga activities. Yung kaya nyo pang tumulong. Come back. Come back. Come back. In your best form possible. With the best version of you. Kasi yung mahirap sa atin. Nagkatrabaho tayo. Kahit saan. May mga maraming siman. Maraming mga nagtatrabaho abroad. Maraming nagtatrabaho sa mga metropolis. Met- metropolis tapos bumabalik pag retire na pag hindi naman nila kaya mag-contribute na sa community building I'm being general I'm speaking I'm speaking with generalities here hindi ko naman nila lahat pero you know that's usually the case pupunta dito pag sobrang tanda na na <laughs> wala naman ang, umaga, hindi naman sa minamaliit ko yung kayang gawin ng matanda but you know what I mean medyo lessened na yung capabilities natin lessened na yung lessened na din yung energies lessened na din yung interest in these sort of things in participating in economic building in participating in leadership slash politics slash religious activities slash cultural activities kasi with age comes lesser interest for these things again there could not be real felt progress in our small towns kapag hindi tayo magsistay if we want our communities to prosper if we want to see real change if we want to see change that benefits the most number of people somebody has to stay here somebody after going around the world after building their careers somebody has to come back and that would be all for today's episode of the early convos keep thinking <laughs>